back everybody last uh you know we tricked well actually we treated you this weekend and now it's time for your trick. youtube tricked us youtube tricked us uh. they pimped us out in a way they and hit us with a pimp stick right in the they dick. do make money off our videos that we don't get to collect on yeah so they do kind of trick us yeah, that's america for you and this is a movie about tricks because it's all elon about musk by youtube i know you're gonna save twitter <laughs> He's hard at work. Yeah, I already got knocked off as a bot. They thought I was a bot. Right. Elon Musk is restoring comedy to Twitter. He said it himself. Thank God. Thank. I thought we were the only ones. God. Oh, boy, Murray. Uh, And if you saw him on Saturday Night Live, you know Elon Musk is funny as shit. He brought sexiness back to M&M's. He did that whole skit about... uh, First of all, we did that, first of all. Well, he did it in person. Oh, okay. And he did oh, Mario man. Kart. We can't even touch that. Oh, Nintendo would sue the a, shit out of us. Fuck a purple M and M. Go Elon. fuck a purple M and M. Murray, saying? what was that beautiful fucking song we just heard? The Neon Slam. weren't you gonna? Are you done with YouTube? No, we'll get into it. You okay. just shoehorned that in there. I want to talk about slime. Wing yeah, House. it's it's Winghouse. He's a triple threat, man. He's not only an actor, he's mm-hmm. an amazing singer, and he's a bitch slapper. As we'll talk about in this movie. Yeah, I mean, if you keep track of the tippy taps, he's you, definitely a threat. You already knew that Wings Howard, Wings Hauser is a bitch slapper. Yeah, he goes back bitch slapping before it was cool. Exactly, but yeah, especially he, if you're named Ginger. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into more of Wings and Vice Squad in a minute here, but. Just on the topic this of because con- some controversies, controversies, controversies happening. Yeah, oh my both god! Both of us, we're both in deep water. 
I don't is like we talked about our strike recently and how we couldn't put up any more YouTube stuff for for a week. And hey, we're I, back. I just happened to check it. Yep, you can, be, you've already you're already enjoying the great Halloween episodes after Halloween. Oh yeah, uh, years but, back, but they're up. These are like three years ago. We did these fucking five things. years ago. Five years ago. You've been doing this for almost five years. The, a lot of the older ones were already up there, so I'm going yeah. back like to our second Halloween. Well, our first one wasn't up there. A lot of them are. I don't know. Maybe anyways, wrong, but anyway. So, anyways. Uh, but yeah, I, I was following somebody on on the old YouTubes, and if you remember, a little while ago, there was a video of some kind of Republican con- congressperson running for office, and he his ad video that he rolled on TV and YouTube that is still not taken down had him rhino hunting. Are you familiar with the idea of rhino yeah, hunting? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So one uh, one of these YouTubers I watched, he got... Uh, a strike and banned from uh, doing any kind of content for a week because he showed the video and did commentary over it. Whereas that video is still live and well all over YouTube. Yeah. News channels are posting it, doing coverage of it, but he got banned for how, that video. How is our Ilsa episode still up? And that has like 18,000 views. Right. So you were just saying... Are you sure we can't say the C? Yes, I'm absolutely sure we can't say the C word. It's not cunt. We, we can say cunt. We yeah. are not allowed to get away with anything because we're not big enough. You don't get we away unless you're a main news station. over 2,000 subscribers. subscribers. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. But we haven't even got the cupcake yet. Not yet. They don't even allow us to t- we pick a cherry up. you, yeah. let alone the cupcake. So... We'll try to be more careful with our YouTube, but who knows? They might take us down. Maybe they'll finally find Ilsa just take us yeah, down. Yeah, I bet there's probably some rats and jealous rats out there going to report us or something. That could be it, too, because think about all the people. They probably, were, they were probably pissed off because we know our most douchiest yep. uh, listeners are our Steven Seagal listeners. Yes. And they, and they and I, I mean, I'm, as far as they expect the movie. Not the episode. Always. Always. So and the, they, dolphin, yeah, the dolphins. And they're always Eastern Europeans. Why do you guys love Seagal so much? Anyway, yeah, so that's probably that. Some fucking Serbian rat fucking souls out. Some war criminal probably raped somebody in the war in the 90s. And then they're <laughs> ratting on us. That's right. In between invading Ukraine, they're out there trying to fuck No, him. I'm talking about the fucking Serbian war in the 90s when they were doing ethnic cleansing. I don't know my Serbian wars Jesus that well. Christ, you were just you were alive then. I know nothing happened. Yeah, before I should you were probably alive. know every uh, war that happened while I was alive. Yeah, you should. You're you not should. that old. There's too many wars to keep track too of. Too many wars. Well, there was one that we got involved with. It was called the Serbian War. Okay. And it was about ethnically. Do you know there used to be <laughs> two countries? There used to be Czechoslovakia and Yugoslavia, and now there's like 50 million countries because of that fucking war. Okay. So was it a good or bad war? Well, if you think ethnic cleansing is good, <laughs> then yeah, it was great. Steve James was not That's involved. That's probably going to get us knocked off fucking YouTube. Yeah, right? we, yeah, Obvious you just, joke, but it'll get us knocked off. Yeah, we probably have to go erase all of that mm-hmm. right now. So anyways, Murray, that's my complaint. What's your complaint for the week? As, like I said, there's some, some controversies surrounding both of us. We'll get into yours. Yours is the worst. Yeah, sure. But I want to set some records straight. Last couple episodes, I've been talking about midgets. I'm not... I, and people are accusing me of being a heightist. You are. No, I'm not a heightist. First of all, if anyone knows about the, the pain and the trauma of being a victim of heightism, it's me. 
Because you know, you see, you don't, you don't know my life before I met you. If there was a time, all you did my, was study my wars. Biggest dream. No, I, I, I paid attention to the world as it's, as it's happening around me. It wasn't history; it was happening. I always, you know, I've always wanted to be a Chippendales dancer. This is true. Why can't I be a Chippendales dancer, Griff? Uh, it's because you're under six feet. Exactly. I studied tap, ballet. Uh, modern dance, hip hop, all the things. And I, I'll go ahead and admit, Maria has BDE for days. Yes. What does that stand for? Big Dick Energy. Yeah. And I can't, I can't, I can't show share it with the world because I'm not six feet tall. I'm not going to. I'm a Chippendales dancer. I'm not an IKEA dancer. I'm not going to the under six foot route. Right? No, no, fuck Everybody that. should be allowed to be a Chippendales dancer if they have the moves. But will it turn into modern wrestling if they allow people under six feet? No. Next thing you know, you're doing backflips and shit. Well, if they can't keep up with me, that's that's, <laughs> that's those goofy tall motherfuckers. <laughs> so this is, this is my issue with with little. I'll call them little people. I'll, I'll give in to you, Griff. Little people. I have absolutely no. It's not e- my rule. I have. No, then, then stop enforcing it. I have no issue with people that are literally, legitimately little people. They're 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 proportionate. Their arms and their legs are proportionate to their body. It's the it's the bobblehead looking ones that we we were talking about. Like, I think it was last week, or week before, how like when you see maggots, there's this natural revulsion you yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about the bobblehead, like the Dinklages. Oh my god. I just this, and I don't want to kill him. I don't. I've, you should be proud of me because I saw one in the wild a couple weeks ago, and I didn't do anything. I didn't even like point them out. I just said let them live their life. <sighs> All I'm saying is, don't kill them. Just put them on an island somewhere. You can call it Lilliput, and they can live their lives as they see fit. Yeah, without me having to see them. Right. That's all. That's it. Not a itist. That's stop it. saying it. You're yeah. Yeah, you really saved yourself by yes, <laughs> explaining <did>. that. <laughs> You're welcome. You ready to talk to Hoagie in the room? Huh? You ready to talk about the Hoagie in the room? Are you ready to defend yourself? Because, man, did you light up? Nobody gave a flying fuck about your hot take about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, because all they that? were talking about was your motherfucking sandwich aversion. It was, people were aghast on Twitter. They're like, what the fuck? <sighs> You know we were gonna have, we're gonna have a guest coming on in a couple of weeks, a very special guest we've never had. On. I've never even spoken to this person. <laughs> That's how special this person is. So everyone's gonna learn about this guy, including us, when we do this episode. But he said he might not do it because of just your because of your sandwich thing. First I, of all, I, I I'm not gonna defend your sandwich hating. First of all, but I'm gonna defend you. I'm like, what the fuck are you to be making demands, guest? You haven't been on yet. <laughs> but anyway. Well, Uber eats him over a sandwich. Defend, I will, uh, defend your s- hatred of sandwiches. No, 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 no. Yeah. A, I don't have You're to defend minority. myself. You're the minority. I would like you to explain to me what the fuck's so good about Why a fucking sandwich. Why is everything up sandwich. to me? I want you to help. I me. defended my stance on I midgets. Want you to you help defend your stance on sandwiches. What is it about a sandwich? Why am I supposed to like what, midgets? What is what is going on with sandwiches that I am missing out on? A sandwich, first of all, is the ideal meal because you get all the four basic food groups in a, in a hand size. You don't even have these utensils. Okay. It's in your hand, Murray. You're covered for the day. Tell me, you can do your basic lunch sandwich or you can do an ideal sandwich. Which route would you like to take? Your ideal sandwich? I don't have an ideal sandwich. I'm a lover of all kinds of sandwiches. Okay. 
But I'm just saying, do you want to go the lunchbox sandwich route? Because I want you to explain what about your sandwich I love how I'm supposed to defend Griff. I would like to have this conversation with you, so go along with me here. You need to explain yourself, mister. I don't need to explain myself. So what? Bread. What's the problem? You want some basic bitch wheat bread. Great. Any bread. Love it. That's the beauty of sandwiches. You can use any bread. Okay, so what is your idyllic maybe, bread? Maybe it's because you're locked into this idea of what a sandwich is, and you don't know the wonders of the sandwich we'll world. We'll talk about Everything new... between a piece of, two pieces of bread is a sandwich, Griff. We'll so you talk... can put anything. We'll talk about my new favorite sandwich in a minute here, What Murray. is your new I favorite? I found no, it. Tell it to me now. I want to know why everybody know thinks why sandwiches them. are so fucking good. Jersey Mike, Subway, Firehouse. I Sub- just explained it. All these sub sandwiches places are opening up, and they're all shit. Dry deli meats, yummy. Or they're slimy deli meats. Oh, that's so fucking good. I love it. Just so you're some judging slimy- sandwiches as a whole just by fast food restaurants. And I guess all burgers are shit because McDonald's burgers are garbage. It's not even about... Th- if I go down to my beautiful meat monger and get some deli meats or anything, same situation. Our deli meats, boring, God, you are basic... Such- Bullshit. For a guy who didn't have a strawberry until he was 25, you sure are a food snob. What is so good about a fucking iceberg lettuce? Bullshit. Get it out of here. Raw tomatoes. Tastes like So basically, people, Griff's had uh, some kind of traumatic experience with a sandwich in his youth. His mom made a shitty sandwich. All sandwiches are garbage now from here on out. My childhood Okay, sandwich. apparently, according to Griff, all sandwiches are made with dry rye bread, slimy meat, and iceberg lettuce, which is total bullshit. I'll go through my whole therapy session here of sandwich lifestyle. I started out with the Subway sandwich, white bread, olives, turkey, vinegar and oil, and cheese, of course. That was my sandwich. And you know what? I fucking loved it for... Uh, so, because you were awful at making choices... It's the sandwich's fault, not your fault. I never, I even said it on that last episode. I know I'm wrong about sandwiches, but then you, you wouldn't even tell me about a sandwich you like. You can't even tell me. A Reuben. About Reuben a sandwich. is a great sandwich. There we go. There a go. Reuben. Yeah. So you need. I can go for a Reuben right now. You need a beautiful marbled rye, grilled. You don't want that slimy meat. You want some nice, what is that, corned beef? Uh, yeah. It's With beef the sauerkraut. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Thousand Island sauce. Yeah, it's great. See? Sounds like a great sandwich. Swiss cheese on it. Not for me. Sounds like a great sandwich. That's the Reuben. What I'm arguing about is the idea of cold-cut sandwiches are bullshit. And with that, just Well, then being... you need to... See, now we're learning something. You need to specify. Because you just blanketed sandwiches. Right, but you also episode. blanketed it, too. You said, oh, sandwiches are the greatest. They you are. You can take them everywhere. You can do they anything are, with because them. Because they are, yeah. The concept of a sandwich is perfect. Earl of Sandwich, he should... He, for, you know what? Everyone's bitching about Columbus Day. Get rid of it. Make it the Earl of Sandwich Day. And we yeah. can all celebrate sandwiches. I would that love day. that. That would be really cool. Just one last day for a fucking shitty human being would be great. And just make it about sandwiches. I love that idea. So... Yeah, sandwiches, boring, cold cuts, cheese, don't need any of that what bullshit. What is the ideal meal, Griff? The ideal sandwich, the Griff no, sandwich. What's the meal? You don't like sandwiches. What's the ideal meal oh, that that's, everyone should be eating, according to Griff? That's a hard one. Like some of my staples, uh, peppers, onions, chicken. You can go wow. that way with a variety of, you could do like so some kind of curry. You could do, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Rubin. <laughs> Well, I got sauerkraut on my meal, so it makes it okay. What the fuck is that? 
You know what? It's a good meal. I'm talking is. about my sandwiches. We'll do a tippy tap where we just argue about food, apparently. <laughs> I don't have issues with food. You're the one that has issues with food. You, I, you just shamed me. <laughs> It's as if I told you a little person came and handed me a, sa- you know, a pepper, onion, and chicken. Would that situation. make it better if a little person made you the sandwich, <laughs> a little tiny sandwich? So, my sandwich, we're done. I love we're how every argument this. with Griff is you explain yourself, I, and then I'm going to sit back as the person who's standing as a shiny beacon of sandwiches. I just wanted you to tell me. I'm just wondering, is this, I, I hate that everything has to boil down to generational things, but is this the fucking liquid soap versus bar soap thing with like, cause your generation will not touch bar soap. Is this the same thing? You don't touch sandwiches. I mean, the sandwich I, is antiquated. Is it such a boomer thing to eat a sandwich? All I have is bar soap. I mean, come on, fucking paint me in a soapbox. I don't know what's going on. It's during my life. Get that off your soapbox, awful mister. fucking sam. No, I'm on my soapbox because you're fucking going along for Big Sandwich Corporation. <laughs> I don't get it. All right? There is one sandwich in the world. It's not a Reuben. Fuck that. Sauerkraut's gross. Uh, corned beef kind of sucks. Uh, Swiss is good. Marble rye I like. But the Thousand Islands. See, the dressings. All the sandwich dressings we have, trash. Mayonnaise, garbage. Ketchup, garbage. Mustard, all varieties. Garbage. Right now, Mike is per- going preach because he despises I know, condiments. That's right. All them shit. First of all, mustard's great. There's different. Var- there's tons of varieties of mustard, and they're they all, all suck. Great. They're all great. They're all from the mustard seed, which sucks. No, they're great. And then you have our toxic I mean, I don't yellow put ke- mustard. I, I'm with you. I don't want to put ketchup on a sandwich. Right. But- Not even a meatloaf sandwich. I've never had a meatloaf sandwich. I'm sure it's a thing. You put it between two. Well, bread, you're right. I mean, if you put, then I, but then again, that the age old question is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes, clearly. It's between so. bread, but 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 it's between. No, I don't see. Think I so. like that. It's like, you, is a taco. You're a sandwich. open up the creativity of a sandwich. Is a taco by a saying, sandwich. I, it depends on what grains can be considered bread. Because they're you. If it's a tortilla, yes. But it has not to a be. hard show. Not a hard shell because it's corn. Okay. So that's where I go. You 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 open up the creativity of a sandwich. Anything between bread is a sandwich, and then you close it right back down. But because it's technically, it's a bun. It's not bread. <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> the sandwich. It's got to be two separate pieces of bread. A bun is a oh, one okay, piece. Okay, so separate it. You're, maybe. <laughs> All this I'm is our best is, opener ever. You're, you're living on that island with the midgets because everybody's on my side on this this issue. <sighs> I'm just saying, be your be your. I'm, I'm unique. And I'm living outside the box, guy. You're gonna be alone. I found my sandwich. Eat your peppers and and, and chicken. I found my sandwich. I will never be able to make it for myself. I may never find it in this state. But at places that have a nice Vietnamese community, I may be able to find my sandwich. Who's that? The banh mi. Okay. Are you familiar with the banh no, mi? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, boy. It's so good. You got that fucking flavorful pork. Not shitty, dried up deli meats. I, I want to say, even though I, this is sounding very anti-Semitic, what Griff is saying, because he hates deli meats, which you all know Jews are the masters of the deli. <laughs> I don't know if we can do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm super, no, I'm 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 like protecting you. I'm saying he's not saying that he's not any Semitic. Yes, I'm just afraid of using any kind of word that has any kind of toxicity around it. I'm terrified. YouTube's gonna kill us. 
So we'll live on forever on podcast land. I don't think the word Jew is toxic. I don't. I I didn't use a. You're right. You didn't. You use it in the most appropriate context Mm. ever. But big big daddy YouTube hates us. Yeah, well, so do the so do our. They're waiting to go full. Everybody on YouTube hates us. That's where we're hated. They're waiting to go full ramrod on us. Let's say. But that beautiful. Should we, should we get out? Should we get out of this? Should we get to the positivity of a pimp who beats the okay. shit out of a woman? Just want to say, beautiful seasoned pork. You got some cilantro on there. You got jalapeno on there. You've got radish on there. You got carrot on there. You've got cucumber on a fresh baked bun. Perfect right. sandwich. Maybe you'll come around. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, baby steps. Treat Griff with baby steps. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get him there. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are worried about you. Well, you're troubled. You're yeah. obviously troubled person. Yeah, I'm definitely troubled. Yeah. All right, Murray. Let's talk about some other troubles. What? The Vice Squad. Oh yeah, Vice Squad. Uh, great performance. Wow. <laughs> We're from, completely like, off I'm the rails because I'm still just like, all right. Uh, Let's just take a minute here. Okay. Clearly, this is just a straightforward movie about heat people I'm disgusted It's a night by. in the life of the streets. Yes. The street and life, if you very, will. It's a very – I loved it because it's very gritty. It's very real. It's not like John Wick. I can't get into it. It's just fantasy horse shit. It's bullshit. This is the fuck – this is – this was life on the streets – Early 80s L.A. Yes. We see everything we've talked about in every other 80s, 70s, 80s L.A. Church, strip club, church, liquor store. We see we the see- hustle, yes. the bustle, the chrome and the steel. We got pimps. We got prostitutes. We got Johns. We got Janes. We got them all. I never. You wrote that. What is a Jane to you? I never heard the term Jane. What does I that mean? Janes were supposed to be like the prostitutes when they didn't have a name. I thought it was hoes. You can call them that, but I I've thought never when the police heard interacted use... with them, they called them Jane. I, Jane no, Doe. I, I don't know. I, I've never heard. Or is that words. only when they're dead? Uh, yeah, you're a Jane Doe. Like that's the when female version of a John Doe. Yeah. Okay, but I thought that's just how they easily. No. I I was having trouble. There's a lot of people in this movie. There's a lot of names to catch, and it's like, do any of these names matter? Hoes, street trash, prostitutes, hookers, whatever. We're gonna be disagreeing here because I don't get prostitutes in this movie on one hand they make their living off these people and at the same time i guess it's like customer service where you know everybody frustrates you but there's got to be cool you have cool customers right yeah i don't don't like them you don't like them but you you get along with them you're like yeah "Yeah, fuck okay i mean no i don't think anyone grows up with the idea i want to be a streetwalker so you're sure. gonna you're some people I mean obviously Princess, the character in this movie, this isn't her ideal situation. She's right. I have to do this. I'm trying to get out of this life. Street life, the only in life she knows. But Thank she you. wants to know another life. She does. She's and it's not walking the street. She's got the nice house in the suburbs and everything. She's I don't know. Way. Maybe I mean a lot of people a lot of sex workers say they love it. I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't know. I just don't think it's a life most people want to live. Yeah, I could see that, it, but it's also because... I mean, it's a very... I understand falling in love with the easy money. It's a very easy way to make a lot of money. Right. But I don't think... I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's... I don't know. It's... I, I think at the end of the day, people want intimacy with the person they're having sex I with. I agree that there's there's got to be some kind of connection, but then again, I think a lot of people do like... If it weren't so underground... I think that's where it comes in. The stigma with prostitution. Well, no, I think prostitution should be legal. I mean, 
it's yeah. I think we like we were talking about earlier. I think there would be a lot less uh, mass shootings. Yeah, if people who have no game can get laid. Oh yeah. So yeah, but I think even those people at the end of the day, I think would want some intimacy too. Right. We Which you're not to... going to get because I mean there's a, there's a there's a situation in this movie. Where I think the John had a point, which we'll get into. Yes, I'm really interested. There's going to be but, a lot of good conversations we had in this movie. Yeah, and- because the name of the uh, we've been talking a lot about pussy fog. We'll just call it the fog for YouTube reasons. This movie's about cock smog, which I've, I've we've alluded to. We've never really get. We're going to get into cock smog in this movie because yeah. it's about men. Using their sexuality to control a situation, or using their minds to control women. Yes. Okay. Because as I will give you a big a primer, if you really want to go into it with this, the fog, I always say go to our Excalibur episode for a little taste. If you really want to go deep dive, you go to Violent City episodes. That's right. So we we've been talking about, and, it's, and I'm glad we're talking about it because I don't want this show to turn in because with all this fog talk i don't want the show to turn into a jordan peterson type situation yeah that's not what this is about i don't want that energy first of all this right. isn't a show for incels i'm not i'm just when i talk about pussy fuck i'm just explaining the situation i don't i'm not angry about it okay i'm just explaining this there's certain people that use it there's certain people that don't because we've we've explained it there's the uther fog which is from excalibur there's the jeff fog which is from uh Wild Violet city. city so the female version of the cuz the jeff fog is more about emotions yes uther fog is about lust it might the person who's emitting the fog might not be aware of it and they're not they're not to blame for it okay yes. so i for the purposes of this move the, the female the jeff version of cocksmog will be called ginger fog cuz there's a character named ginger who's deep in the cock smog right. in this movie. Right. I don't know what we'll call I, I'm sure eventually we'll, we'll find the female version of Uther Fog. I think it's rut rarer than the, the, the male version. I don't think it ever really gets represented in movies outside no. of maybe horror movies because some of those ladies in horror movies want to fuck. Yeah. And that's the Uther Fog. But we rarely see that because usually 80s, 70s, all those movies were geared towards well, you dudes. Don't, you don't really so the think, ladies uh, always chase. I mean, I think we we talked about it in the Uther fog. Uther, I guess I'm. We'll cut to the chase. You don't. The Uther fog, as in, in terms of the Excalibur, was about a man who saw a beautiful woman. Yes, was enraptured in the pussy fog. She had nothing. Her only crime was being an attractive woman. She was not leading him on in any way or manipulating. No. Him. So, but it is still he. You lose your fucking mind. Like Uther lost his mind. In her pussy fog that she was admitting unknowingly. Yes. Now, the Jeff fog, he was being clearly manipulated by a woman using her pussy. Right. So I don't know. I'm like I'm in the fog now. I don't know where I'm going anymore. I know. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Ramrod, the character of Ramrod, he is a master of crack smog. He is. He knows how to control. And all these pimps, all pimps do. We see some pimps use it a lot better, but yes, we don't get a lot of others. time with them. We get a lot of time with Ramrod. And like you said, we do get to see Ramrod just fucking master reeling it in and out. And and when he can't and when he can't do it, he gets frustrated and loses control. Yes. Because there is a woman, the star the the the, the heroine of this she's totally uh, immune to his cock smog and yes. it pisses him off. Yes. So we get to see what kind of rapture he's gonna unleash. When somebody resists it, 
Right. So why don't we just get into it? The f- bang bang, talking about crime. Everybody's swimming in the neon slime of this trailer for Vice Squad. Newspapers only print it. Television can only record it. Now, one motion picture lets you experience it as it's never been shown before. Go. The Hollywood Vice Squad. The real story. Radar. Now playing at a theater near you. All right, everybody, action is back on the menu. And just like you heard to open this episode, we got Wings singing us to open this movie. He's basically letting us know what we're in for. Right. That neon slime that we're seeing. We're seeing, while we're seeing that, we're getting a montage of the neon slime of L.A. It's a fucking hellhole. It's like a goddamn Tom Waits song. Just painting a picture. Wings is killing The hustle, here. the bustle, the chrome and the steel. You we're know, seeing it all. When I was hearing this, I was just like, fuck, I want Wings to do some covers of like Motorhead songs or something. He's got that gritty voice and everything. If they had done a Wings version of a Motorhead cover... In Phenomena, it would totally made sense. It would have made great I sense. got it. It threw me off in Phenomena. <laughs> but it makes sense, yeah. So we're, we're seeing the street walk. I, oh, there was one that had a great look. She had the leg warmers. with. The, I love those 70s shorts where they're like cut up on the side. I don't know what that's called. Yes, yes, yes. She looked – well, she, yeah, her face was actually kind of busted, but her body looked great. <laughs> I was liking that. But, yeah, we're seeing that just nasty – like it's a Black Flag song come to life. It's just gross right. L.A. Gross L.A. Uh, and then we cut over to just a nice little homely situation. We got well, not ho- homely means ugly. Oh, oh excuse me. <laughs> yeah. We uh, did see a homely situation with that girl. Yeah, yeah. Great body. <laughs> put a bag on it. But yeah, we're in a, we're in a nice. You say great body. Put a bag on it as if you want her to put a bag on her body. You no, mean bag on her head? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to call a, that a. I don't want to her face. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to offend, but cover it up. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yes, we're, we're like in this nice all-American suburb. Yeah. Of course it is. Seeing uh, our heroine of this movie, Princess. We never get a real name. We get a street name. We just Princess, get a street name. played by Susan Hubley, who at the time was going through a really bad divorce with Kurt Russell. Oh, interesting. She I actually thought... has a small part in Escape from New York. Where when 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 uh, Snake first arrives and he's hiding in a chuck full of nuts because the cannibals are coming up from the 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 uh, sewers, he 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 meets her. That's that was his wife at the time. She's a character that's like wants him to take take her out, and then the cannibals come up to the floor and they drag her down. Yeah, okay. Here's a nice little Easter egg for any Escape from New York fans because in the novelization, which I have, the reason why Hulk Hulk. Uh, Lee Van Cleef's character is the warden of the, the prison is because his son is in he's like serving time in Manhattan. Oh. And so he goes to Snake and goes, look, I want you to find my son for me. He has he has a specific tattoo. You'll know. Can you find him for me? Snake's like, yeah, whatever. And then in the book, you don't see this in the movie, in the book, he it turns out his son becomes one of those crazy cannibals. Oh. And Snake kills him, like a mercy killing, because he notices the tattoo. Right. And he's like, this guy's too far gone. He's not, he can't, he can, no way can he go back to society. So he kills him. Oh, okay. Good for so, you, Snake. So, yeah. Anyways, we got Princess, and again, that's her street name. We don't yeah. get a real name. And she's got a daughter, beautiful little girl. Little Lisa. Who, by the way, what was up with the fucking 
voiceover for her. The the, the, the yeah. Peter Bark fucking voiceover. Apparently they. I love you. It's clearly like a grown woman doing I, a child I was voice. Say, apparently, Italian director, secondhand yeah. director, did this one, and they didn't do audio because yeah, they just pipe in some adult doing a child's <laughs> voice, and it's like, yeah. whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah, this kid was such a bad. Why would this kid picked as such a bad actress? She can't do "I love you, mommy." Right, but we're juxtaposed with a with a situation where it's like we saw all the street life, and now we're cutting over to this mom just getting her daughter ready for school or something. No, she's getting ready to get out of the life. This is like her last night on the street. She's going to San Diego to do it to turn her life around. We're, we're building this up though, so we don't know. We just think that she's a good mom, sending her daughter away to school, and then Beatrice shows up. Yeah, and they're wearing the same shirt. So I was like, oh, she works. With Beatrice somewhere at the Red Roof Inn or something. And no, we're, we're learning that Beatrice is actually going to be taking little Lisa. To San Diego. Onto a bus to San Diego. Right. And now we start to see that, yeah, Princess is going to be whoring herself up. Right. She's got one. This is, her, this is like the, the uh, cop who's got two weeks before he retires. This is her one last night on the streets. Yeah, for a cop movie, it's kind of cool because we're yeah. seeing it reverse where the prostitute's like... And we forgot to mention there was a little, like... Uh, Call. Right out, like, saying, like, this is... We, we work, like, the, the makers of the film, we work with law enforcement to give you a true, like, version oh, of what the yeah, streets yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I just skipped right over that. Yeah. I was like, fuck no, you didn't. Uh, while they're getting ready... Uh, Princess does get a frantic call from her friend Ginger. Her friend Ginger, played by Nina Blackwood, who was one of the original MTV VJs. Oh, interesting. And and she's just like, I I finally escaped from Ramrod. I'm scared shitless. I'm at the hotel. Uh, uh, Can you please come and save me? Right. Help me out. And she's like, she knows Ramrod, Princess. She's like, lock that fucking door. Don't yep. let anybody in. I will, I will I will, come see you. I got to do a few tricks on my right. way there, but I will right. slowly make my way over there. And like you said, she whores herself up in the bathroom. Yeah, they go to the, they go to the bus station. She sees little Lisa off. I love you, Mom. <laughs> and then she gets in there. And then she goes, because she's dressed conservatively, and then she goes into the, bath, the, the bus station bathroom, whores herself up, Puts on, she actually kind of considered she wasn't really that hoard up in her horror costume. No, no, she she like teases her she hair a, a little dress. bit. She has short hair. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't feeling. She was too androgynous looking for me. I wasn't feeling her. Hey, but, she goes for yeah. the high class businessmen, you're, and she was getting them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah so she. I mean, she did have the stockings which I like. That was yes. good. But yeah, she had for a whore. She had a conservative kind of dress. So, right, and yeah. we're thinking this is a soft lady. I mean, come on, she's dressed for the you know high end, high fluting. Right. I bought a Ferrari because I. Have a tiny dick type of people, right? But then, why are you street walking if you, that's your clientele? I know, right? Yeah. And so we see that she's she kind she probably in a little sick way kind of enjoys this kind of life, you right? Know? She so. does because clearly she's good at it. She walks out and there's a pimp there getting a shoe shined. Yeah. Starts talking shit, babe. Well, why don't you come well, under me? That's the hangout for a pimp, the bus station, because the girls come to L.A. looking to become movie stars. Exactly. So, yeah. I can make you a star. Or you right. just got to turn a few tricks for me real quick, right? And so this pimp starts yelling out to her, and she is just handing it right back to me, just shoving it right down his throat. Because that's how you got to handle these motherfuckers. That's right. And it shuts him up. So we follow her outside, and there's a car. There's a John waiting for her. As soon as she walks out of the bus station, the car pulls up. It's like when you go to the airport, and the taxis are just lined up waiting to pick people up. There is just cars of John just (laughs) waiting to pick up some ladies, you know? 
They're just like, yep, we know they hang out here. The guy's <laughs> like, hey, baby, I just got paid. I'm ready to party. Oh, uh, yeah? You just got paid? Yeah, my payola. And she recognizes that awful slang. Yeah, you're a cop. Do I look like a cop? Well, you're listening to uh, 91.2 Jazz FM. You're a cop. She knows her cops. And then, lo and behold, it is a cop. She, of course. she spotted that guy a mile away. So our next John pulls up, and he's like, Hey, ma'am, I do have $50. I thought maybe I could. What What do you have to offer for $50? Was this the guy with the little hat? No, this, this was, was like just like business, an old guy. He was like a businessman he? type guy. He was in a convertible. He looks like one of those old, uh, I don't remember what era it would have been, maybe like the 40s or something. Colonel Sanders looking motherfucker. He had like the white suit on, yeah. and he had white hair. He's an old dude, and yeah. He's like, what can I get for 50 bucks? Well, you can get half and half, straight, head, skim, full, fat, milk. What's a half and half, by the way? Well, they explained that. You, well, you, yes, that's right. They did. Half and half is fucking suck. Oh, you got to uh, pay extra for that, I bet. And then he's like, well, are you into the, the uh, tinkly sound of a golden shower? Excuse me? What is a golden shower? Well, she knows what a golden of shower is. Of course she is. does. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm all pissed out today. Yeah, she's like. I'm not. I, she's like, I just took a shower. I don't need another one. He's like, How would a Mr. Benjamin Franklin do? Ooh. And a six pack. He pulls out a six pack. She's like, We can rehydrate you, baby. You got yourself a date, buddy. You can call me Princess Running Water. <laughs> See, this was back in the day, Griff. Just for 100 bucks, you could piss on a woman's face. Now it's at least 200. Inflation. Uh, Thanks, you got, Brandon. You got, you, got, you got that backwards. Thanks, Brandon. Because. The guy's going to get pissed on. No, he wants to piss on her. That's why she was like, I already took a shower. No, no, no. You got it backwards, friend. No, I don't. She said, I've already pissed today. That's why she said, you can call me Princess Running Water. He wants her to piss on him. Oh, that's so what, yeah. what, then what would it cost to piss on her? I don't think she will go for that. Because she was refusing to do it at first. Because she's like, eh, that's a little too weird for me. But hundred bucks, yeah, she'll piss on him. That's why she's Princess Running Water. Okay. Yeah, you got, yeah it's all right. You want to get well, into you know more about golden showers than I do. I know that. It's yes, that's that's it. I know more about golden showers, <laughs> yeah. so I can hear clearly. This no. instance, <laughs> we're not going to get into you yes, hearing. Yes, we won't. Clear. We won't. We won't get I, into you hearing clearly. Yeah, I, I know. Because. I know. But in this instance, hey, I'm going to. Well, I know. Here's perk up when you're golden shower. That's what you're that's, about. That, that's yeah. it. All uh, about golden showers. Yeah. Everything in my house is just in a fog of piss. This is Griff. This is Griff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, Ramrod. The reason we're watching this movie. Wings Hauser in his fucking Bronco driving around. He, he he's going full cowboy pimp, right? He's like he's in, he's he obviously must have grown up in Texas or somewhere. We went to the big city and he found his calling, pimping right. hoes. And Wings Hauser himself, yeah, he's just he plays a cowboy pimp so well. We've seen it in Hunter, our right. Tippy Tap episode from like a month or two back. Right. So you know he's gonna chew the fuck out of this scenery. Right, and he's got the fucking... He doesn't have... He's not big enough pimp that he has a vanity plate that says Ramrod, but he does have the the fucking spare tire cover that says yeah. Ramrod. Oh, yeah. So he's going around. He's got a 
lady in his car is dropping her off. Bronco, I believe. Yeah, it's a Bronco. Classic. He's looking for fucking Ginger. She ran out on him. Right. And he knows where she's at. We just hear the lady he drops off, the prostitute, say, yep, room 109, just down the street. So he thanks her, and he takes off. Heads in there. He starts. He starts with the. You see, Ginger's like hiding behind the door. He sees this some fucking smog, this billow underneath the door. Oh my like god! Like Dracula, right? She's just trying to, you know, relax, stay undercover, stay discreet. She's painting her toenails, and then slowly it seeps under that door. And he's he's in full fucking cowboy regalia. He's got the fucking blazer with like the leather shoulders. And yes. Cowboy hat, and he's like, "Baby, open the door." He's just just slightly scratching on it, like. T- Tickling the door as if I'm going to come in there and tickle your back. I'm going to make She's everything like, right. No, Ramrod. I'm, baby, I just want to love you. I want to love you. Like, I give you the love that you need. You know that I only get so angry because my emotions are so strong for you. I love you too much, baby. You got to oh, open the door. You're like a 80-yard Hail Mary touchdown pass in my life. You're Texans not, love football. You're not going to hurt me. Baby, I, 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 you're hurting me because I got to be with you. I'm hurting you? Don't you hear the quiver in my voice? I'm deteriorating. And then she's like, oh, Ramrod. The fuck? She's full in the smog, dude. Yep. She's coughing a little because that smog's rough. <laughs> and then she opens the door. Boom! Kicks the door in. <laughs> Immediately like, gets her by you, the throat. I can't believe how stupid you are. He... Pins her to the door with it, you know, by the throat. He's just like, I can't believe how dumb you are. You think I can ever love somebody as dumb as you? Fuck. You're a hoo Throws her on the bed, rips her stockings off, ties her to the bed. He has in an incredible ability to somehow strap up a bed for some weird kink shit. Yeah, you know, well, he's got, a, he's got a fuck palace, what we'll see later in, in the movie. He right? knows what he's doing. But the fact that he is able to equip this bed for strapping a woman down just like that, right? unless this is just where Ginger normally works out of. Immediately makes a beeline for the closet, pulls out a wire hanger. As he's talking, he's, he's done this before. He's, he's fashioning his pimp stick. So yes. He's like folding it, making the perfect pimp stick. Right. And then he gives a whole new meaning of the word pussy whipped. He starts beating her pussy with the fucking pimp stick. Jesus Christ. You're going to be working very soon for me again, girl. But tonight, you're going to be dining in the hospital. You're going to be sitting on some uh, ice cube. Anyways, we're going over to our vice squad leaders. Well, our leaders for this movie. Tom Walsh and his rookie partner, Ed, with the really... Fucked up cornrows. And we have even <laughs> points it out. He's got the Bo Derrick cornrows with the beads in it. Yeah. And looking like Leroy from Fame. And he's just like, he's like, what the fuck's up with those cornrows? You don't like my cornrows? Oh, right. Racist cop? What the fuck? Yeah, this was, okay, I just so happened to get Hellbound ready to go up today. Yeah. Our Chuck Norris with his black uh, co-star in that movie. And same idea there, where it's just like, awkward white guy with, uh, a guy probably didn't have much of an acting career after so, this. <laughs> I don't think either of them did. But I don't think anyone but fucking Wings had a fucking acting career after this. That's a good point. So Ed is getting welcome to the whole street beat. Yeah, because it's his first day on the Vice Squad. Right. And he's got to learn the lingo of the street, Murray. He's got to learn about the half and half. Which is sh- fucking suck. We yeah. Tom is explaining as it half and half suck. And fuck. That's like the surf and turf, you know? You right. get a little, you get your surf dick wet, surf you get your mouth wet. Of the, str- of the street game is, 
is half and half. half. And half. Uh, straight. He figures that one out pretty quickly. Head. Um, but then they hit on Golden Shower. And he's like, oh, what's that? Is that like Scrooge McDuck? You throw coins at each other? It's like, oh, baby boy. Slaps him a little on the cheek like Kojak. No. It's like getting pissed on. Yeah. You mean people get off when they pay for that shit? Oh, they pay. They pay a lot. So, again, he's got to harden this kid for the streets. So he's telling him, he's like, don't mind all these freaks, these guys, these homosexuals that are out here, use a stronger word. Like He's like, all these people are freaks and disgusting. Well, we're not handing out citations, buddy. We're cleaning the filth. We're getting the neon slime off the streets. That's right. As they say that, some neon slime just happens to be walking down the street. Right, yeah. And this is this is where Ed is going to get thrown into the fire. Ed is, you know, he's, he's, he can't wait. He's like, can I do it? Can I do it? I've been working on my Jamaican accent. I've been watching the Steven Seagal movies. I learned everything about Jamaican accents from Sensei Seagal. And he's like, baby boy, I'm going to let you do it. So he goes up to, uh, what's your name? Blue, Blue Chip. Chip. Great name. Great name. And he... It works. It's Jamaican. Well, she and she calls out as Jamaican actor, right? She's like, "Motherfucker, yeah, I bet I've seen that Seagal movie <laughs> enough. What do you want?" And he doesn't even get an offer out of her, and Tom just moves in and cuffs the bitch. Right, it's all he needed. I can qua- like actually call her a bitch, right? Isn't that the preferred prostitute yes, language? That's the nomen- nomenclature yeah. for uh, uh, a I'm not. Walker. I'm not bitch, trying to offend her. Oh, yeah. Slut, whore. You know, we learn that you don't call them whores in this next scene. That's right. Because we got it. Come on. This is a cop movie. We got to have seen them running in the hose. You had to love this because you love every time we go back to the precinct and there's just fucking prostitutes walking all, all it is. <laughs> there's one crawling up the ceiling, turning her head around backwards. Right. It's all kinds of whores. We got junkie whores. We got whores that got their head on straight. We got them all. And it's anarchy in here. Yelling. Excuse me, they're not whores because it's uh, one prostitute. She was, I am a prostitute. And the guy's like, what's the fucking difference? And they go, because whores don't get paid for it. Boom, bitch. And again, yelling, screaming, fighting, resisting. And then we see that even the cops aren't uh, 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 completely immune to the high stakes here. I wanted more of this cop. I wanted more of him, too, because he comes out of the office and you think he's upset about like his partner dying or something. Huge black guy. Who stole my goddamn paper clips? That was that's that's all that's his rage for right. paper clips. You think it would have, but been that's a- what happens, dude. Because you know it didn't start here; it's been building. Yes, people have been stealing his paper clips for months now. Yeah, and it finally comes to a head. And he's probably asked nicely. He's like, "Look, people. Yeah, I bring my paper clips from home. I don't." fuck with other people's shit. I don't grift people's desks. That's right. I bring my own paper clips and they are my paper clips. Leave them alone, please. Thanks to those fucking liberals defunding the police, he has to bring his own paper clips. That's where home. it starts. When they defund yep. the police, they start with the paper they clips. They st- always start with the paper clips. And that's why all these cases are going unsolved because the papers right. are just flying around. Exactly. Fucking Christ, America, wake up. Tom brings in blue chip Cop comes up. Hey, uh, we got uh, we got uh, that 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 hooker you were looking for, Ginger. She's at the hospital. Go check Shit. her out. 
So we immediately cut over. Ginger, all fucked up. Severe pussy trauma. The guy actually says, like, vaginal trauma. Yeah, we have the doctor. So we know, learned, because we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And we like, yo, he beat her pussy into submission with a wire hanger. Have you heard of the uh, Uther fog? It's much different from that. This is the Charlie Bronson fog. I forget what his name was in that movie, Violent City. But it's much Jeff. Jeff fog. You see, she is so infatuated <laughs> with her pimp. She thanked him for beating her pussy. All she's been saying in there is, ramrod, ram me with your rod. That's all she can say. And that's the man who abused her. Uh, we can see that Tom is no stranger to Ginger. He cares about Ginger. He want, he probably was the one who put her up in that hotel to get her off the street. Yeah. And he's like, Ramrod did this to you? He's that sick. Fuck, no, he's not sick. He loves me. Did you immediately dies after that. <laughs> she does say, I don't want to die. And he's just like, too late. <laughs> You're dead. So another cop goes, yo, we, we found it. Because uh, obviously the Ginger and Princess are like friends They on the street. They know each other. Yeah. So we got Princess off the street. We got her down to the station. Fucking douchebag Tom's like, no, bring her here. Yeah, bring her all the way to me. I'm not driving back there. So she arrives at the, at the hospital. And they're just standing in like a room with a couple corpses in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a hallway. Yeah, like, it's a, it was a hallway. You're yeah. right. And he's like, look, we got to get Ramrod off the street. She's like, look. This is my last night on the streets. I'm out of here. I'm not getting involved. You think you're not going to help me out here tonight, Missy? You're a fucking street whore. You're a goddamn worm. You're going to help me not out. Not only that, I got a drug bus hanging over you. She's like, come on, man. You know I was holding for Ginger. That ain't my shit. I don't give a fuck. The judge don't give a fuck. That's right. You're going to help me get this fucking ramrod. No, I will not go near him. He's a psychopath. I'm not getting murdered today. Well, I do know that you have a daughter, and I could go ahead and get you locked up, and your daughter will be right on the street. Yeah, by the time you get out, yeah. that sweet little Lisa, she'll be sucking. She'll be fucking doing half and halves for <laughs> half the money you make. <laughs> and she's still like, I don't give a shit. I'm out of here. I've got eight more hours on my shift, and I am done. San Diego, here I come. And he's like, well... Uh, Maybe I can show you what's going to happen if you don't. So, yeah, Princess turns her back to him. He grabs her by the back of her head and shoves her face into <laughs> Ginger's dead body. Yeah. You want this? You fucking want this life? You're going to help me fucking get Ramrod. And she's and then she just loses it because she just saw her best friend's dad. She just talked to like a few hours ago. Right. And she's like, you motherfucker, fuck you. Fuck. He's like, like, he's like, he goes to the Ed, his partner, get this woman out of here, calm her down. She's being hysterical. <laughs> get her horn up again and send her to that fucking bar up. down the street. Right. Well, we know Rambog. Rambog. <laughs> Ramrod. That's, that's his, his goblin name. <laughs> Rambog. Ramfog. <laughs> he does have the Ramfog. Fog rod. And so, yeah, send her to the bar that we know Ramrod hangs out at. It's like a strip club slash bar. Oh, yeah. The pimps love hanging out here. Yeah. This looks like the exact bar that I, Hunter's pimp yeah, walked into. I think Jimmy Bob, whatever the fuck his name was, he just came through there beating the shit out of some. Right. It, the mirror image of Ramrod. They're almost they're two sides of the same coin. That's right. So we walk into this bar. There's, of course, this pimp, Silky, and he's just like, ooh, girl, you got that high-class ass. I need to take you. You need to get under my thumb. I'll, I got all kinds of great clientele. She just breezes right by him, just cool, calm, collects, like a, 
like a black Caesar tomato. She keeps it together. All right. Ramrod, who's cleaned himself up. Now he's got like a baby blue country and western shirt on. Yeah, with nice teal sequins. Or no, silvery sequins going over yeah. it. It's like, let me show you. No fringe sequins, right. He goes to Silky. Let me show how the master does it. Right. This cock fog just fucking flutters he's, he's off. Starting a he's like Dracula. He becomes some cock fog and just goes yeah, right yeah. up to her. So he's going to start working his way, but we're going to go outside. <laughs> his way he works here is so great. It's hilarious, man. We go outside real quick just to see that Ed and Tom, they've got the tape recorder. They got, this, they got the gigantic Columbo tape recorder. Yes. Like It's like a Kinji Tache case. With all this like, they recording equipment. Like, there's wires coming out of the trunk because... There's a wire running from the cart to Princess. <laughs> well, they didn't have wireless <laughs> mics back then, so it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Uh, so this whole fucking thing, it's like a giant 60s computer in their trunk trunk of their car. Yeah. <laughs> the Ram- <laughs> Ramrod drifts up to Princess... <laughs> That's talking to her. He puts his fingers in her mouth and shit. He's just like, oh my god! He's just like, oh baby, I, you you can make me some money, baby. And, and like, then after he sticks his fingers in her mouth, then he grabs her face. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is some great wings, because you know none of his shit is in the script. Obviously, this is wings winging it. He's got a bullet, the drink in his hand. He's drinking it. Yeah, you like he's, that? He's like, okay, right. How do you feel about a man's breath in your mouth? Let me get you out of this. You want to suck my fingers? All right. Okay. Yeah, let me get a little bullet on these fingers for you. And she's like, I don't need it. But who gives a fuck? Oh, and you know she likes being told no. You know she likes to be silenced because she deals with the worms. She deals right. with the simps yeah. to have a man in front of her. Exactly. Yes, a real conservative who tells a woman her place is the kitchen. She loves it. Right, and he's just like, you're going to come home with me, all right? You like that, don't you, bitch? And she's slapping her in the <laughs> face. You're going to come home with me. And she's loving it. Yep. Well, she's not. She's playing along because she's working with the cops, obviously. Because she's straight outlaw. She don't need a pimp. That's right. We learned that she's straight. Was that where we learned she was straight out? No, it's no, later we learned she's straight. Okay. So he takes like, my Bronco awaits, my lady. Right? Oh, yeah. Parked illegally on the sidewalk of right in front. She, of course. He yeah. does what he wants. He's, <laughs> right. He's the outlaw. Right. And so as we're walking outside, he's escorting her. He's going to open the door. Don't tell me Chivalry's not dead. I mean, come on. Even the pimp opens the door for the lady. Bag lady rolls up. Don't go with him. He's uh, he's scum. He's neon slime. And clearly another improvisation right. from Wingshauser here. He just pulls out of the Zippo, lights it in front, fucking an inch from her nose. You want me to burn you? I'm the devil, baby. <laughs> you want to burn? They hop in the car, they put it in third gear, and just fire down the road. And we see Tom, of course, he's got all kinds of men stationed. He's even got fucking... Yeah, they're like... I, I find it hard to believe they have this many men just to get one pimp yeah. for one hoe they got killed. I don't think they're going to... Half the fucking squad is like on this one case. They don't even know that he killed her, but he's their lead suspect. They're going to go at her. They're throwing all the fucking chips at him, too. So they got Stavros hidden as a custodian in the fucking apartment complex <laughs> yeah. he lives in and everything. He's down there sweeping up, getting, you know, taking tabs on everything going on there. And so... So they go in the, they're in the parking garage and he's like, Princess, I can work... They call you Princess? I can work with that. I like that. Because he's all about branding. 
That's why yeah. he's a great pimp. I mean, literally, brand. He brands women, but he also is about branding. And he's like, I can work with that. Let's meet, let's go up. Let's discuss over some some J and B whiskey up in my apartment. <laughs> so they go up to his apartment. Tastefully done Elvis picture. Frame, frame. Yeah. You know you got style when you frame it. All right. right. And he's got frame pictures of Elvis, fat Elvis, skinny Elvis, all kinds he, he of doesn't All the permutations of Elvis. A good pimp does not discriminate because no. he knows, uh, like, men, like, they're women in many different flavors, unlike what Jordan Peterson says. What does he say? Well, he says that that's not beautiful when you're slightly overweight. Oh, okay. I, I, I prefer it. But, so, she, uh,. Yeah, he's like, let me get you that J&B, baby. Just relax. Do you want a double? I don't have enough for a bullet, but I could get you a double. Puts on some fucking Hank Williams Jr. Of course. He goes for the junior. You got to uh, you know. Just, dude. Yeah, there we go. And she's kind of like talking to him, and she's, you know. She hits him with a question, just like, oh, how do you get around? Like, what? What's your style of uh, pimping? Because they're talking shop. Of course they are. Well, she's like, "Where's your main lady at?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I don't have one. She got lazy on me, baby. I had to fire her. You're, you're right now. You're the apple of my eye right now, baby." So he walks up, and we we've known this from the bar scene. Just met her, very handsy, very fingery with her. <laughs> And now he's gonna take her by. Well, he yeah he what he does is he baby birds her. Yes. He takes a swig of that J and B, grabs her by the hair, pulls her head back, opens her mouth, and just blah, like spits the J and B into her mouth. Right, that is called baby birding. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Murray knows that because he does yeah. not drink. Yeah, <laughs> I paid I paid a hundred dollars for that. <laughs> of course, you yeah. Have. Uh, get the but, pe- yeah, I get the peach schnapps, of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you and your peaches. <laughs> I can't imagine what a night of coitus with Tim Murray looks like. Peach court, peach pits all over the all bed. All over the place. Just, it's very sticky. Just I'll just a lot of chewing much. and spitting. Yeah. Have you, are you into peach play, baby? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he's laying princess down now, right. and he's talking he's to her. He's, well, he likes the, her mind. Now he's got he's to sample the body to make right. sure it's, it's working right. Right. You know? A good drug dealer. Always test the merch. Right. And you never get gummy. high. You never, gummy. Yeah, you never get high on your own supply. But you do a gummy, and he's about to do a does gummy. He just, so he like puts his hand down in her underwear, then does a gummy, like That's rubs it. it on his gums. He's got to get her warmed up first, Takes and then little. he's going yeah. he's to get a gummy there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not happy with that. All right. Uh, but you yeah. two probably isn't either. Right. So now he's going to start unbuttoning her. He's noticing she's wearing the stockings and everything. He's yeah. like, I like that. Yeah. Right, right. And Keep him on. He's doing all the talking. So he's like, oh, come on, babe. Play with me here. And we Play we, for me, baby. We go down and we see that the cops, they're listening in. And they're like, all right, everybody, we know which room he's in. Just go stand out there and wait for me to give you the word. And just when... Uh, Ramrod's about to round second base. Ram his rod. <laughs> yeah, he's about to take his namesake to, into action here and really ram that rod. The cops bust in on him. Yeah, rest in time. And he's cool about it. You know, he's like, I'm not, I'm going on peacefully. You know? We've learned this. I think Princess said, like, well, first he says, like, you got a warrant? Which he, he, He's right. Yeah, and then you're like, no, we don't need a warrant. Right. This is breaking and entering. Police can do it. It's all, it's all legal. In the eyes of the law, pr- Police can do this right. and murder people. That's fine too. Right. Uh, but as Prince has told us before, you can't fucking stop Ramrod. You're gonna 
cuff him today, and it'll be out in five hours. Well, no, she's. I no, I think the opposite. I think she thinks finally we got him. So oh, she no, has no, to. I, no, yeah. I meant before. Yeah, right. But yeah. she's got to rub it in because she's pissed off about Ginger. She thinks they finally caught him because of the recording that she has right. here. So she's got to let. Ramrod, because Ramrod doesn't know what's going on. He's, he, he doesn't know Ginger's dead. He just right. beat the shit. He's used to beating the shit. He's bragging, I'll be out in five hours. Everybody in this room knows it. You got no warrant. You got nothing on me. Right. And Ginger says, oh, yeah, we got something on you, big guy. You remember Ginger? But do they? He didn't say he killed he Ginger. He didn't say, like, anything. <laughs> All he did was, like, talk dirty to her and yeah. ask her to talk dirty back to him. Yeah. Asked her how he, well, she felt he, about peaches. All he said that would maybe incriminate him is I fired my main lady, which I guess would be Ginger. That Yeah, that is dangerous territory, but it's not inculpatory. Exculpatory. I mean, you can't do anything with that fucking evidence. Yeah. The, the the worst thing they have on him, because it was legal, uh, illegal at the time, maybe was the peach play line. Because she pulls out the recorder and says, we got you. Maybe he was offended that she was... He, that he was invading her privacy. He's like, I trusted you. Oh, no, he's definitely a fucking 1A type guy. He thinks that's offending his First Amendment, of course. But right. no one stopped him from talking. They just recorded him talking. So Wings just goes full <laughs> fucking enraged here. Right. He grabs her, and she's a tiny woman, so yeah. he just fucking throws her over his shoulder, caveman style. No, he uses her as a shield because the cops yeah. pulled the gun. Right, and he runs over to the corner of his uh, apartment, grabs a <laughs> stool... <laughs> This is totally Wings' house. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And this is why we were yeah. talking to Mike. I didn't know Mike was a Wings fan, but Mike's like, <laughs> you have to. You yeah. People haven't seen him yet. Yeah. They don't know it. They're Wings yeah. fans, though. Yeah. He grabs that fucking stool and bonks her on the head <laughs> while holding her still. He's beating her in the right. face. Now, I, I'm sure the director was just like, you're going to throw it at the cops. He's like, no, I'm going to do it one better. I'm going to hit her in the fucking face with his stool and then throw it. Incre- and this looked like our fucking Dale Earnhardt Jr. fucking table stool. <laughs> Heavy as shit. Yeah. But Wings is so caught up in the moment where it's like, I can't go to prison. Yeah. So he has that adrenaline rush right. and he's able. Because the f- only gummy he's got is her her pussy right. so he's not high and then finally the cops dogpile him and they get him under control she even even princess is on top throwing punches at his fucking thing. motherfucker hit me with a stool yeah, that was is- probably that was probably fucking season hubbly pissed off did she did cause she know you know she didn't see that coming right this is like old yeah. school fucking hockey shit right. here this is bad boys era basketball right. like yeah. everybody's getting elbows in the, the hansen brothers came in or the there we go yeah. <laughs> hansen or henson i yeah, don't know which one it is yeah. Hanson Brothers means a different thing to right. the kids today. Right. Well, the kids, by the kids, we mean 35-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. They are closer to my yeah. age, probably a little older. Yeah. Anyways, so... So now it's it's done. Ramrod's going to jail. She can suck some more dicks, do some sucking fucks, and then go off to San Diego. This is where everybody dreams to like to retire, San Diego. Right. So, there, so uh, Tom, Walsh, Tom Walsh, he's yeah. like... Let me get you a hot dog. Bitches about the price, like three fifty. What the fuck? I thought Tom bought the hot dogs. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. I'm saying, and he's like, because he's bitching about the price. He's like, yeah. I can't believe I'm buying a fucking whore a, a fucking three fifty hot dog. So they both been working the street, so they got plenty of tales to tell from yeah. the different sides. Right. Though they're just trying to one up each other. She's like, yeah. yeah, I just had a guy piss on me. Well, you know what? Reversed. I, <laughs> yeah, and, and then it's, it's, well, I don't know. Maybe they went back and forth. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I can't. I can't say what happened in the bedroom because I didn't watch the director's cut or anything. Right. Yeah, they don't even have that on the laser disc. Right. It even says on there, no golden showers. No scenes. golden showers. That's the piss tape everyone's been talking about. And Yeah, they're kind of like one-upping each other. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I just 
fought a 12 year old that had to fuck a Rottweiler. You know, I mean, they're just going back and forth. It's this guy, like, I don't get Tom's uh, character because he's so hell bent on imprisoning all these fucking prostitutes, but at the same time, he's like, yeah, you're just people trying to live your life. I don't get Tom. He's a real piece of shit. No, I mean, I hate him. He, oh. I don't think he approves of, uh, <coughs> um, oh. of, <laughs> yeah, sorry, peaches. Of the, he doesn't want. He knows they're they're better than this. He wants to end prostitution, and so he's just like, I know you're better than this. That's so. It, it, I guess it could be seen. It's kind of condescending, but it's incredibly condescending. And I think he's a real piece of shit. So after telling her like, I don't approve of your life, he does. You're you're right. He definitely enjoy like he likes to uh, give her. She is definitely a human in his eye, or she is a human in his eyes, and she wa- he wants to save her. Yeah, he has single handedly picked her out, and he's like, "I'm going to give you a new life." And this is even kind of shittier because he's like, "I'm going to save you from your life. I'm going to take you home." And she says, "You can't afford me." He opens his wallet. And he's like, "Yeah, those hot dogs." He opened. Really he had a Velcro wallet. He did. I guess it's a cop thing because Magnum has a Velcro wallet. Though. I don't know what it is about cops. Got to be extra protective of their wallets. Got to have the Velcro. Uh, and and just to prove her point, as soon as she just walks to the curb, a John rides right, up. Yeah, she says, you can't afford me. I'm going to go make some more money tonight. Walks up right in front of him, gets picked up. So now we're at the, the squad car that's taking Ramrod to jail. Ramrod's handcuffed behind his back. He's in the, he's this in the is back. Like, this is a discreet cop car, so there's no cage or anything on it? No, it's, yeah, it's an undercover cop car. And so he's in back, and there's, there's a cop with him in the back seat, and there's a cop driving. I thought for a second one of them was Mike from Breaking Bad, but it wasn't. <laughs> the one that gets... Because it was Ramrod. You remember, he's a cowboy, so he's got some cowboy boots on. You don't get kicked Spurs, for, some, yeah. for some shit kickers. Oh, you... Okay. So, like, he's like... Ramrod's, I think, faking like he's sick or something because he's, like, laying out in the back seat. Oh, God. I had too many bullets tonight, okay? And then he just kicks the fucking cop in the face, fucks him up, does a fucking... A head scissor on the cop driving. Yeah. Hurricane Rana's him. The fucking car crashes. Ramrod, meanwhile, bring, he's can't go behind his back. Just roll, stop, drops, and rolls out of the cop car and takes off. So we just joined Tom arriving at the, the uh, police headquarters to scold the fuck out of these two cops for letting Ramrod get away. Right. He's like, you're so fucking lucky that he did not murder you because now I get to murder you, and I'm really excited about that. I hear you took the fucking paperclip. I'm going to go tell uh, Officer Jackson you took the paperclip. So, like, everybody, APB, we are going to get Ramrod, and we're going to put him away. All right, and we're cutting over to Ramrod, and he's in handcuffs. He's got to get out of them. Uh, he's, he stopped, and where do you go? You go to Roscoe's garage. Of course. And Roscoe's this old black guy, and he's got the hacksaw, and then fucking Ramrod. He has no respect for anybody. This guy's no. helping him out, and he, he drops a boy on him. He's like, hey, he boy. You can, and he's like, puts the, and then Roscoe puts the fucking hacksaw right to his throat. Like, yeah. what would you say, motherfucker? And, you know, Ramrod's a sweet-talking uh, southerner, so he's like, oh, I didn't, I just, that's just a form of expression. Form of affection where I come from, baby. Come Don't on. stifle my 1A. Look, can you get me out of here? And he's like, he gets him out, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to take the Eldorado. 
He's like, motherfucker, $500, you ain't getting no El Dorado. You're getting that motherfucking car there. Just go ahead and put it on my credit, okay? Yeah, he doesn't even have the fucking 500 that he was offering. No. And he just talks his way out. He's like, like, yo, man, call up Fast Eddie. I need to get some gear. He's like, all right, I'll do that. And then he takes off. So we're joining uh, Princess. We know that she's been being picked up by a bunch of guys. She's just doing her rounds of the street life. Right, back on the street. And she's got, oh God, who's that guy? Uh, I don't even remember. But she has got this fucking wormy little fucking dude. Uh, dweeb. Total dweeb. He, oh, my God. He looks like that bald-headed guy who does that song. I can't bald-headed geek. He is a bald. He's got his little fucking hat on. I can't remember. He kind of looks like a live-action Mr. Magoo. I mean. He does kind of look like a live... But he sees... Exactly what's in front of him, and he's very excited to bring right. this woman back. And he hands her a fifty, and she's like, "What's the extra twenty five for?" Well, ma'am, I gotta say, you know, it's a good deal, man. It's extra uh, twenty five bucks. I thought maybe you'd like to give me the shrimp. Excuse me, she doesn't even know about the shrimp. Your toes, I'd like to suck them, and she's like. Oh, okay, we can do that. Let me go clean up. No, 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 no. I like the dirty shrimping. And he pulls it. He pulls out a thing of Zatarans. He wants to put that on her toes, too. He's going, it's like, and she's like, whatever, you freak. When in Louisiana, I'll fucking do this <laughs> in Louisianans. So she immediately, this is why you know she's good at her job. She's like, well, you've been a bad widow boy, haven't you? Yes, ma'am, I have. And he's just crying oh already. God. She's like, yeah, we're going to have to turn you over and oh really God. pummel you. It's nauseating. She earned that $50. <laughs> you know she. that guy is a very happy client. That's why we need prostitutes in the world. So Ramrod, he makes it over to Fast Eddie at the Gay Leather Bar. He's the guy you go to if you need weaponry. First guy in all cinema history to have face tattoos. He is, uh, he's Ramrod's Jack Battalier. He's his weapons master. Good call. He is, yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's got some weird, I don't, it's, like, facial smudge tattoos. I don't know what, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, it was, like, proto-tribal. It was some weird shit going on. It was, like, someone did a Hannah tattoo with Sharpies on his face. <laughs> yeah, someone, maybe that's it. He just fell asleep and someone just sharpied <laughs> his fucking head. Could be it, yeah. And he doesn't even know that he's all fucked up. Right. And, of course, this is, like you said, this is where Ramrods comes to get his guns, to get right. his knives, get all of his good shit. Yeah, he has to go to a guy specially to get a switchblade. But then again, I think switchblades were illegal. They probably still are illegal. Yeah, they are. Back yeah. then. And then he hands him, like, a revolver. He's like, no, 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 no. I need an automatic. You got to pay real cash for that. But Ramrod doesn't want to hear this, <laughs> so he puts the gun to Why Eddie's Why did everyone neck? put up with Ramrod's shit? Because you cannot trust this guy at all. In a world full of sheep, he's a shark. It's because of the cock smog. He's working men with the cock smog. Are you kidding me? He Whoa. can sweet talk anybody. You did say this was a gay part of town. Yeah, this is a gay leather bar. So Eddie uh, probably... Fast Eddie. Fast Eddie, well, we know why I call him fast, because he is a, a premature ejaculator. Yeah. So he's probably losing yeah. his shit right now, especially. So he puts, yeah, he puts a switchblade that he just, he didn't even buy yet from Fast Eddie. He takes Fast Eddie's switchblade and puts it to his throat. Yes. And it's like, I need an automatic. And he's like, then he goes, let me check. You got a safe. He opens it. Yep. This is, <laughs> gay leather bar criminals 
have better gun safety than your average American. They keep their automatics yeah. in the safe. And you know what? There aren't here, despite all conservative criticisms today. Children. There's no oh. children in here. <laughs> no, they're not children in the gay leather bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God, they act like children are just roaming around in gay leather bars. They're and not. he's asking about Princess because apparently he doesn't know what, uh, about Princess. And she's like, all I know about her, she's straight outlaw, man. She has no pimp. Because he's like, where's her pimp? I'll talk to her pimp and I'll find yeah. her. Well, didn't she ever? And he's got to use, you know, he's looking down on him, using those stern, direct eye contact. People don't know. Sheep especially don't know how to deal with direct eye contact. Mm-hmm. We already know he's caught in the cocksmog. And so he's crumbling. Well, she came to L.A. and she immediately, like, uh, several months back, and she worked under a pimp named Dorsey. He was a sugar pimp, whatever that means. He's got diabetes, what it means. Oh, that that makes sense, actually. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, okay, now we got, we're back on the street with Ed and Tom. And Ed is like, he's he's been on the job literally three hours. Three he's hours. already this hard He's just like he was clean shaven before. He's stubbly now. He's on his eighth pack of cigarettes. Like the freaks, the geeks, the suckers, the fuckers. How do you fucking put up with this shit, Tom? I can't stand it. I couldn't even finish my hot dog. I can't look at another one of these fucking ugly prostitutes walking the streets like lizards. And so, yeah, and then Tom's like, hey, you get used to it. (laughs) You get used to it. So we see Princess. She just fucked a legless dude in a wheelchair. She's a saint. She's she's fucking peeling. This is why we need legalized prostitution, because these people aren't getting laid. This is my argument for it. Look at all these people who just aren't getting regulars. They just want to have some sex. They just want to have some sex, and because of the world, we outlaw. You think we'll ever get to that point? I mean, we're getting to the point where drugs are going to be illegal. We are, hopefully, at least decriminalized, hopefully. Oh. But I think we will get to the point. I mean. Because conservative, like the whole fucking religion side of the, of the world. Well, we, I is mean, dying technically off. we do. I mean, Vegas, obviously. Yeah, Vegas. Legalized, but, but I'm saying, like, it, I think it will spread uh, over the next, at least in Chicago and the bigger cities. Oh. They'll get legalized prostitution soon enough. And it's going to be a better world for it. That's we'll get there. I think. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I guess. I guess you can't get laid, and you can't. You don't have no money. You're still going to be crazy. But that's true. But I think a lot of these states where they have nothing to sell, they're going to start mean, selling their women. <laughs> great play, Great time to live. <laughs> so yeah. So um, where are we at? <laughs> Finish it up with their legless John, <laughs> and he's just like, I can't believe you're leaving. You're the best. You know. Hey. You know, look, can I look you up in San Diego? She's like, yeah, baby, whatever. She's just like, yeah, she know. again, she's ready to quit. And so just hearing all this, she's like, I don't want to think about working this job in a few months when I'm in San Diego. But right. she got that great job at the uh, I think the San Diego SeaWorld. She's going to it's start. either that or the Hobby Lobby in San Diego. She's going to be a whale trainer. That's it. Yeah. She's going to be a sperm whale trainer. There you go. There we go. All right. So we got Louise, who are, was our female cop. I okay. caught her name later. And she's back at the bar that Silky's still there. Of course. He hangs out there. That's his uh, you know, establishment. And she pulls a gun on him, and one of the pimps goes, You ain't black woman! You <laughs> shit-colored! Because she's a sellout black yeah. woman. Yeah, you know? she, she came in undercover. She was showing off her thighs, and they were losing their eyes. And then she pulled out a gun, and... That and she no put fun. the gun to Silky's face because she's like, because he was like, I don't know no Ramrod. I don't the fuck. And then she pulls the gun out. And he's like, I know Ramrod. I, last time I heard he was at Roscoe's. 
So we got our lead now, and we're going to start following it. We put the call in to all the cops, so they're all chasing the same bone. So, Princess, it's her break time. She stands, she goes down to the, the horror bar where all the hoes. I thought it was like a lesbian bar at first because it was all women. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it was. I don't yeah. know. But this was clearly like a prostitute hangout where it's like only top tier, like trusted and I, clientele. I think I'm, I'm going to say it probably was a lesbian bar because like where they can get the fuck away from men for a while. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So. So they're they're just swapping stories. It's a great time, but again, I okay. From the customer service side of things, I understand their conversation, but at the same time, it's like we've seen some of the experiences Princess has had. Nothing but respect. People just paying for something that they want. One guy yeah, wanted to get but... pissed on. This guy wanted to get wanted to shrimp her toes. The the legless guy, who knows what he got, but he was super thankful. There was no arguing. There was no haggling or anything. Well, maybe this is a good night, though. Yes, yes, but we hear blue chip. She, you know, she just got out. She just got on bail within an hour because her pussy's that good. Yeah, that her pimp's got to get her out, and she's proud of it. She's like, yeah. my pimp fucking came, bailed me out immediately, paid five hundred straight cash because he knows my pussy will be right back out there, be flipping the wad in no time. So princess is like, what the fuck? Am I like a freak magnet? Why do I get the trampers? And she's just like, does anybody just want to fuck anymore? Is it all about shrimping? Right. She just learned about shrimping today. She's like, is that all about shrimping? <laughs> what happened all- to good old traditional suck and fuck? I want stationary. I want a man to look me in the eyes while he fucking blows his load. While that's going on, and these girls are just, they're just having a good time, blowing off some steam, and then fucking, I'm a, I'm, his name is probably Phil. Phil rolls in from the convention they're having. We learned from Willie Dynamite. That's where the fucking hooker fucking really happens yes. at the conventions. And he just rolls in. Hey there, lady. My, see this face here? It's seen more ass than a cowboy saddle. Oh, boy. He's real, he knows how to sweet talk a woman. Yes. And, and I thought they were going to tell him, get the fuck out of here. But then Prince is like, I got to get as much money as I can. I got to go to San Diego. Right. This was interesting because I thought she was taking the comfort. You know, she's already made a lot of money. She's been doubling every job. Every single John she's talked to tonight that we're aware of of, has doubled the money they paid her. And she's still like, got to get back out there. she's willing to do the freaky shit. She she doesn't. He hates it, but she'll do it. So she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You want me to wear a saddle or you want to wear a saddle? Whatever. Let's get this fucking show on the road. Right. Uh, so we're going to cut over to Ramrod, though, because he's rolling up on a house, and he's just going to let himself he's, in. He's, he's, he's rolled up on Dorsey's apartment. Yeah. Building. Of course, the door's locked, so he looks the over. Sugar pimp. Very pimp. Inju- uh, okay, I want to point out, you don't know this, but this is a very funny scene because Dorsey is played by Fred Rerun Barry from what's happening which if you you grew up in the 70s you remember rerun the character of rerun this fat like comic relief guy and so it's just funny seeing him because i don't think he, i don't think he ever acted outside of what's happening in this and he's playing okay. a pimp so it's funny because he like we said he's got the sugar so he's just like he's like wearing bikini briefs and like a like a robe and just eating like ice cream or some <laughs> shit yeah 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 
And then Ramrod, he can't get in the building because it's it's you got to get buzzed in. So he right. takes the fire escape up. He, yep. Somehow he knows where Dorothy's Dorothy's apartment is. He got exact address. You know, <laughs> yeah. they use the three board coordinate system. So he climbs up to his level. Just maybe he knocked on every door in the apartment. <laughs> no, he just kicked them all in. Yeah, beat the shit out of the person and then left. <laughs> you, <know>? you Dorsey. <laughs> He's got that fucking pimp sticks, just whipping dicks and pussies. <laughs> He's got his hanger. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. So he busts in on Dorsey. Immediately and, grabs his dick. Yeah, he does. Pins him against the wall. And then gets the info he needs. Because he's like, I haven't seen Princess in fucking a year. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You better tell me, motherfucker. Stabs him in the balls. Right. And then fucking leaves. So he's got the information he wants on Princess. And meanwhile... Princess is working with that John. Yeah. She's getting exactly what she just said she wanted. This guy doesn't want anything weird. <laughs> yeah. There's no saddle. There's no cocaine. No. There's no shrimp. There's no piss. There's no booze. There's nothing. Straight traditional <laughs> Christian values. Missionary happening. position. Missionary. Sex. But now that she's had a taste of that freaky stuff, maybe she's like, I kind of like it. Again. Because she can't go back. Once you go once you go into that freak world, you can't go back to traditional sex. So she's completely bored. She's literally counting the tiles on the ceiling. Right. She won't make eye contact, even though she said, I need eye contact. She won't look at this man. He's saying, come on, babe, put your lips into it. Let's get a little movement. Let's get a little jiggle. Come on. I didn't pay, I didn't pay you an extra 50 bucks to fuck a corpse. What's going on here? So he finally wraps <sighs> up. <laughs> It's that disgusting. <laughs> and then he's like, go clean yourself off. She gets up. I want. I like that she, was, she kept the stockings on. She did a hess. That's She's right. totally naked, but that stockings, that, yep. was, that was hot. And then she goes to take the horse shower, which is just, you know, dampen some toilet paper yep. and wipe her crotch. And that's one ply, so that yeah. stuff. Well, yeah, it's in a, it's in a horror hotel, yeah. so they don't, get, they don't have the good fucking Charmin. You, you know she's walking out with little bits of toilet paper in her pubes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to get all that out. She's going to yeah. have to have a high-pressure yeah. shower. Yeah. She might want to go down to the Vice Squad shower in order to so get So while she's out. freshening up, we'll say, he goes through, going through her wallet to get his money back. He goes full griff. Yeah. And he fucking pulls out. She's got the tape to, or the rubber banded up wad. Fucking full on cash. This girl did not need to be out working. She's yeah. got so much money. She comes out. She's like, what the fuck? He's like, you should be paying me for fucking you. That was awful. And he kind of had a point. But still, hey, man, give yeah. her half. All right. You still paid for the service. You leave a Yelp review and move <laughs> yes. on. Give her one star and move on with your life. And so, uh, well, I'll give Princess credit here because she doesn't stand by, idly by. She no. charges him. Yeah, well, yeah. This is her last night. She's out. She right. wants to get the fuck out. So she's like, you ain't taking my shit. How did you get this full one? You fucked the whole football squad? Grabs her, just throws her back on the bed, yeah. gets on top of her again, insults her. And she's like, I have the meanest N-word pimp in the world. <laughs> And he's, he finds you, he's going to fuck you up. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, bitch. Lady, I should slap you for using such racist words, but I'm just going to go ahead and fucking leave. He's like, he's like, how dare you use that word? That's not your word to use. And then you're kind of like, this, the John's kind of right. Right. This is what she gets for saying, I want traditional and missionary. Like, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to donate it to the NAACP. In your name. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. You are. Slams the door. 
So Princess calls down for clean sheets. Is <laughs> yeah, that what? code? Was no, this some kind of code? Well, yeah, she's in the she's in the uh, exterminator. Uh, yeah, hotel. Yeah, but I just mean was it code in that she's just been assaulted and robbed? So I thought maybe that was like a code. No, like, I think I, I literally think she just wants clean sheets. She just wants clean sheets. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so there's this lady and her little Asian friend, Mr. Play, Miyagi looking dude. Just play mahjong. Yeah, colorful character. I would have loved to see more about these two, but we don't we don't get that much. And uh, she comes down, and the lady who runs this horror hotel, she's like, hey, there's some somebody, some character out there looking for you. We're thinking, oh, my God, Ramrod. Well, yeah, we just left Ramrod. He knew about her location and everything. So like they, they asked for you by name. So Shit. this is how good Princess is. People know her by yeah. name. We head outside with her and just we're, we're getting that creepy vibe and everything. We're seeing just dark alleys. Zarks could be anywhere. Yeah. Well, no, the alleys were kind of, uh, kind of dry. They were very so, dry, but still. Yeah. Still, it was dark. We might not. I thought I heard a dripping noise, and a hand reaches out. We get a jump scare, and then a chauffeur. Just a, a very uh, familiar one to us. It's Manningly. Before Manning came, but between um, being Junebug's chauffeur yes. and coming to work for us, he also worked for a guy who likes to fuck horrors. That's right. So uh, he's not in yellow yet. We know no. Manningly looks best in yellow. Manningly, right. stunning today. <laughs> yes, but. This guy's got him in, like, an off-gray type of outfit, and it's just not fitting for... Madam, I hear your pussy is the best. Will you please come with me? Yes. Master did ask me to have a quick gummy to see if it really is worth it. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> the Cadillac limo awaits. So she gets in the Cadillac limo, and they take off. All right, and we cut over to the cops, and again, they had just learned about Roscoe from right. Silky. Yeah. So they're getting information out of Roscoe. They've also got him pinned down, gun to his head. <laughs> as far as we know, Roscoe's done nothing but be a black man in L.A. Yeah, well, that's enough for them. That is enough for them. He gives up. the. He says Ramrod's looking for Princess, you know, yeah. and like— He's learned about Dorsey. Tom is like, holy shit, he's going to fucking kill Princess. And he feels responsible because he got her into this fucking mess. Correct. So like, we so, have— to- we have to get fucking Ramrod. Rightfully so. Tom does feel guilty about it. So, yeah. So, they send him over. They, the last thing I heard of, he went to see Dorsey. Yeah. And uh, I guess I, I guess they go see Dorsey and he tells him about the Or I think what, no, what it is is they go to, they, I guess they hear that somebody got their balls cut off. So, they go to Dorsey. Okay. And Dorsey, like, gives up. Because it kind of happens simultaneously yeah, that yeah. they talk to Roscoe and then they learn yeah. from Dorsey that they're heading to the Golden Hotel. Yeah, he gave – somehow he – I guess maybe that was where he would set up Princess at the Golden Motel. So he's like, you could try the Golden Motel. So that's where Ramrod is going to the Golden Motel, where is where she's at right now. Right. And Tom, of course, is going to go out with this information and direct all of his cops that way. And it just so happens that our shitty cops are the first ones yeah, The to ones arrive. that that uh, Ramrod escaped from. Right. And so with Tom giving the word, like, you need to get there now, bust in there immediately, we follow them in, and we see that shit's already gone down in the Golden Motel. Right. Ramrod has already been there. He right. He fucked everybody up. That's this right. is how da- well, well, you'll learn how dangerous he is later on in a second because they're like, what the fuck? And like the 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 one the the clerk, she's like, I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm not giving anything up. And then the Asian fellow comes in. What did you do to my friend? Because he doesn't know what's going on. Right. The guy. Did you notice the cop called him an ornamental? I heard that, and I was like, that's a good way from saving yourself from saying something rude. Like you know, what no, you I have to say. He's just, he's just a moron. Is what right. it is. 
But this Asian man does not take kind to such horrible, you know, it's not even Christmas time. So don't call yeah. him an ornamental. Right. And then everybody was kung fu fighting. So these are our stooge cops. Yeah, this is a little levity before, yeah. you know. They always get their ass beat. And this Asian man, they literally do a gag where he, like, throws one guy into the ceiling. And we see his head pop through the drop ceiling. The other guy just gets thrown into a clock. Both of them get knocked the fuck out. Because, hey, come on. Fuck and then off. Tom arrives. He calms everybody down. Right. And they're like, you know, and then the, the chick's still like, the clerk, I ain't seen nothing. I didn't tell nothing. She's lying. Of course she's lying. All right. And now we're going to be going back outside. What's we, we know that Ramrod's been here, but where the fuck is he? Well, he's on the streets. He's prowling, looking for Princess. He stops Dixie, who's a, who, he was, who, was, who was at the uh, bar earlier. Right. He managed to see a Cadillac leaving the Golden Motel. He doesn't follow it, but he does ask Dis- D- Dixie about this Cadillac limo. And she's like, I don't know nothing about it, but Coco down the street, she might know something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure her pimp travels in... Uh, Cadillac like that. So he pulls up. He, She's she, literally down the street. So right. He just, <laughs> and then, then you can just see some of that cock smog just billowing out. He's 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 gonna learn, he's gonna be soft at the beginning. Right. It's like baby, come here. She. she She's the one person who doesn't know Ramrod, and this whole like you know. even Dixie, he <laughs> grabbed her by the head and pulled her in. It was like you keep fucking talking here, bitch. Right, so she's like, "Hey, baby, you a cop? Do I look like a fucking cop?" Right? He points to like his hair; it's a little curly, and we know cops don't have curly hair. Cops don't get perms. That's right. That's against regulations. It is against regulation. And he's like, "I hear you're good, baby. Why don't you come in? Come, let me see you." And then she's dumb, gum Coco. She goes. You in. got that ornamental look. I really like. Right. Well, she was ornamental. <laughs> and as soon as she pops her head in there, he grabs her by the hair, yanks her in halfway, and takes off. Drives <laughs> off, demanding to know about the pimp's whereabouts. Where's the man with the limo Cadillac limo? And then we just see her like he, he drives into a Zarktha alley. Yep, and, and just, just leaves her for her. the Zarktha. That's Throw, right. Literally throws her in a pile of trash. It's like the mob, uh, you know, bear, you know, having pigs eat their corpses or whatever. So Ramrod knows that because these they, they cops have already went to Roscoe, so they know what kind of car he's driving. So he right. needs a new car. He's our, he's a step ahead. He's always a step ahead. Right. So he gets out on foot. He's running around. And he just happens on a paper boy, just loading up the you know the news boxes and everything. Right. So got that switchblade, you're gonna use it. I don't. Did he stab him? I think he just. I thought he just flipped the guy over a staircase. Oh. The guy fucking. Can't I thought him. he got his knife in his hand, but yeah, he yeah. just flips the guy over, and it's like the subway entrance. So it's yeah. apparently a 45 foot drop because right. this guy goes down and does not get up. No. Now he's got himself a nice white truck. All right, now Princess has arrived at the owner of this Cadillac limousine. It's a huge mansion. Oh, my God, beautiful mansion. The type of, uh, I I can tell already, because it's a McMansion, awful chandelier right Mm. in the entryway and everything. Mm. This is the type of man who goes to a pizza place, orders the breadsticks, and demands the house Italian dressing. I am not leaving here until I get my Italian dressing. I didn't order salad. Give it to me. I've been coming here yeah. for 20 years. <laughs> it's totally that guy's energy. You know it off. is. Yeah. Hey, you noticed that there were breadsticks laid out. But he's there like, were. He was like, prostitutes are not allowed to eat these. These are for the master. <laughs> and he takes her to a room. And he's like, quiet, don't speak. Takes her to a room. Does it 
do we, we? We'll just continue along with okay. the storyline, so we're not all over the place. Okay, so she walks out of the room. She's wearing a sexy wedding dress, and immediately, do 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 do. What the fuck are we about to walk into? That's what she's thinking. She's like, they're they're paying me a lot, so I'll, I'll go along with it, right? And he's like, remember, no speaking, none a word. Okay. Let's just review. Well, I don't. I, this was a strange scenario because we're like mixing ceremonies here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, we gotta get there yeah. in a second. Yeah. It's just hilarious to me that she wanted the traditional sex, hated it. Going back <laughs> to the weird stuff now, and she's like, "I want that traditional sex again." You can never I please a woman. Can't right? stand princess. She <laughs> needs to get she her is head a, straight. You know what? Perfect name because she's a princess. Right. Nothing yeah. is ever good enough for her. Yeah. She's the princess who feels the pee under her mattress. She had pee on her mattress earlier. <laughs> yeah, she did. So she's in this lingerie. She's being led into this room. And, again, Mattingly tells her not a single No matter what happens. Word. No matter what happens. So we walk in. We're in a funeral parlor now. What the fuck? There's candles everywhere. There's a dead body as far as we know open in a casket. casket yeah old man so she slowly approaches it and the old man pops up and says boo yeah and she's like what the fuck and then he's like no he, he lets out a stingray no yeah and he's like she talked manning lee this- i remember manning lee manning told us this whole story that guy was a freak wasn't he yes yeah, yeah. he was yeah. uh so, yeah, this fucking slut you brought me spoke. No one's to speak. What, was, what did he want? What was the fucking thing? First of all, a wedding and a funeral. Was she supposed to just blow him in the casket? Was she just supposed to be scared and not scream? As far as we Why know. Why would you want to scare someone and not want them to scream? I thought that's the point of scaring someone. Right. Okay. So it wasn't supposed to be that she just had her way with the dead body. He's not He's not uh, into reverse necrophilia because he's not dead, but he wants to be dead and wants to be you got to remember, too, he's an old man. This is poor, before Viagra. He's probably a limp dick. He can't get it up. So this is – you can't have sex. Okay, so, this so scary. Thing. It's like people are into balloon popping. He's into scaring women who can't scream. So I I've got just the movie for him. It's called Tingler. Because that was his type of lady. Why wouldn't you just get a deaf mute then? That would be the. That would be. Or does the, he like the challenge of them not? Scream? He's got the I problem with that he doesn't know enough deaf mute prostitutes. Deaf mute prostitute. Deaf mute prostitute. So anyway, she screams out. He's furious. He's going full sting right now. My night of sexual endeavors is over. So she's like, you guys are maddeningly takes her out. And she's like, you guys are fucking freaks. I was like, could we use you tomorrow? I say, are you available tomorrow? And she's like, fuck, no, I'm not coming back here. You better fucking pay me. Right. And he's like, no, my, tomorrow's my day off. I want to make you scream. <laughs> so then, and she's like, and you better pay for my cab. Like, Everything's taken care Everything's of. Don't worry. Taken care of. No problems. All right, so we're going over to the cops now who are just driving along the road, just so happen to stumble upon Coco crawling out into the middle <laughs> of the street. And now they're like, they like decide to divert all the crew over yeah. to her location? The entire vice squad is so, so. I guess at this point, you do want to get Ramrod off the street. He's killing people left and right. That's true. You think homicide would be involved by this time? Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah. So okay, we cut to a scene where Princess she she's in the cab that Maddie only got for her. She's it's been a long night. It's probably like fucking four in the morning at this time. We see the misdirection happening here because mm-hmm. we see the cops drive by. Everybody's heading to Coco to talk to Coco, and yeah, we've got um, Princess sleeping in the cab who. It's just parked on the side of the road for some reason. Maybe Princess I thought it was, said, at, I thought it was at a light. I, I thought know. it was at a light too, but it was clearly like on the curb. Oh no, he was stopped to let the cops go by. And then that's how you do it. Behind her, Ramrod. Now Ramrod doesn't realize she's in the car, does he? Or does no, she he know? does. Okay, yeah, he's following it. Okay, so then she stops. She gets out, and there's like a there's like a fucking stuffed animal stand in, in the middle of the night selling stuffed animals. I mean, come on. The the vendors selling these stuffed animals know some of these prostitutes go home to kids. They've got <laughs> That is a more untapped market. Exactly. They've got yeah. cash on them. Yeah. They're often drunk or high. <laughs> of course they're gonna spend a little money. And he could probably be like, Oh, that one? Yeah, that's twenty dollars. Note to self. We're starting ho uh hodegos. Hodegos. <laughs> so yeah, so she's getting that ramrods watching her from across the street. Ready to make his move. A couple of her prostitute friends, she goes over. She's trying to make a call. She's calling up. Uh, she's calling her mom. Yeah. Because that's where Lisa is. Right. She's, and- she's got her the life. She's in San Diego. I mean, that would be weird. It's like four in the morning. You're calling yes. your mom. Like, you got me up. Because she, all she wants to do is like, I just, I just want to talk to Lisa. You right. Know? She's panicked. I mean, she just uh, had an old man scare her. So she's like, I got to <laughs> talk to my daughter. Her hair turned white. It was Exactly. Amazing. So our prostitute friends are like, oh, my God. Blue Chip and Dixie are rolling on. We need to warn Princess that Ramrod is coming after her. <laughs> and so they start walking towards her. They see her on the payphone, And then we see Ramrod in the background revving up that truck, <laughs> fucking guns it. Dixie can't get out of the way and gets run over, disappears as soon as she gets hit by that car, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Well, he yeah. And he, he runs right into a building and shit. Yeah. And, then, and then Princess takes off. Gets down an alley, Ramrod manages to reverse it, get into that alley, drives down. Re- He's got freakish ability because he reaches out, snags her, and just throws her in the in the. Yeah, truck. that was – yeah, he's got, like, fucking plastic man arms. He went he, stretch He opens strong. the passenger side passenger. door. She's laying on the ground, and he grabs While her. driving. He's got <laughs> steady wheel, foot on gas, reaches eight feet across out the door, grabs her, pulls her in. Amazing. You need to be afraid of a man like Ramrod. Right. The agility he shows here. So the cops, I guess, are made aware. Oh, yes, because some, uh, some chips, Ponch and uh, John, notice the car because they know the car he's in. Yes. So they start following, and so now we get the boringest fucking like filler scene ever yes where we just get cops like they're like trading spots they're tailing them and then they're like like peeling off so another cop so that that ramrod won't pick up the tail they don't want because they assume he has a gun in the car they don't want to get princess killed so you know they're just trying to move very quietly keep an eye on him and everything see where he's gonna go to so ramrod arrives at his destination apparently this is one of his or his fuck pad Right. This is he's the original hipster. He's the original person who thought warehouses be a great place to right. live. Right. And so. so he's got a big open apartment complex and everything right. uh, or concept is what I meant to say. Yeah. He's got of course the mattress with the fucking straps Shackles all ready to go and everything. He's yep. got all the accoutrements of torturing a woman. Yeah, this is his other fuck bad cuz remember yeah. we saw him at that other place with the yeah. Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this is fuck bad too. So they ride up the freight elevator because, of course, you said it. He's the original hipster. So he's got he's well. That's why he's wearing the country western shirt and all that shit. That's right. So he's got the freight elevator and he turns it off. He has control over the freight elevator too. (laughs) So he tosses Princess on that bed and he's promising her some punishment. He's like, "You you saw how bad Ginger had it? Yeah, you're gonna get it worse, girl." Well, it just so happens he left the double donger right next to him, and Ginger grabs a hold of that, and she does it. Ass double donger. She does not cover the tip of it with her hand. She pummels it like you would a bat. Right. And she runs, and then he grabs a bullwhip, and he's chasing her. Oh, man. He goes goes full. Who is that Dutch Mantel who used to use the whip? Yeah. Anyways, the police, now they're ready to move in. now, And they, they immediately know it because they saw the light turn on. They're like, fifth floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to be him. So they're like, there's three different entrances. He turned the freight elevator off, but there's the, the ladder, the fire escape, and then there's the stairway. Right. So they start sending, moving everybody into position here. And back, back upstairs, Ramrod, he's Indiana Jones, sir, grabs her. Got her finally shackled on that bed. He's got yep. the switchblade out. He's popping the, the the buttons off her dress. He's assuming that he's working clean here. No one's coming to bother him, so he's got all fucking day to have his way. And then he pulls out that pimp stick and whaps her pussy, you fucking hard as shit. Just he's going for the second one. The cops, cops waited to let her get whapped one time on the pussy. Right, right. I guess they, Tom's like, they'll teach her a lesson. Right. They know his MO, and they're like, right. okay, he's got the pussy whip out. That means his gun is <laughs> by the table somewhere else. So they figured this is the time. So our two goon cops, the, you know, the ones who are always getting their ass beat, they are asked to lead this. So they push over the door. And it doesn't matter if he didn't have his gun in his hand because he's like an old fucking cowboy from the West. Fastest hands in in West L.A. or wherever L.A. we're at because he manages to reach over, grab the gun, and shoot a cop right. without the element of surprise on his side. Yeah. Amazing. But he knows he's outnumbered, so he leaps through a window. Yes, onto the rooftop. Yeah, fortunately, there's like an extension down below, so he only falls like 10 feet, and then he just takes off. Making so his escape. We're running across rooftops. We got police giving chase. Louise, she's the woman cop, so she has to stay behind with the princess because, you know, women. And we watch as they just run around. Uh, eventually, Ramrod does get himself back down to the ground and jumps in a car. And he carjacks a guy. Yep. And he's driving off. But I guess Tom was waiting on the street level, too, because he drives after him. Yeah, this was a really boring... Yes. Finale. How do you conclude everything Wings has done in this movie? It's going to be hard. So, yeah, so, yeah we just get kind of a very slow. You could say they copped out on the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Board so, chase. Tom, uh, he gets shot through his windshield in the shoulder, so he's going to be okay. It went all the way through. That's right. Uh, Ramrod hides under a bridge for a second, turns himself around. Tom turns and very, like, uh, slowly kind of edges into under the bridge area. And then uh, Ramrod just goes flying by him, gets over to a warehouse, gets out, or he got shot. Yeah. And shot at, which scared him. And then he jumped in the warehouse. And then Tom. He crashed the van. Yeah. So now he doesn't have his van, gets out on foot. Runs around in the warehouse, 
Tom's still just slowly grandma style driving at the warehouse. Ramrod thinks he sees an opportunity to sneak around and jump on the hood of yeah, Tom's well, car. He, well, he jumps on the top of the car. Not yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, and then he gets like flung off. Yes. Tom hits the brakes, which is hard because he's only flying five miles an hour at the time. Incredible. Yeah. And then he pins Ramrod against a wall with his car. And right. he's going he's to take him in, you know. But then Ramrod's like, no, you ain't. He goes for his automatic. Automatic. Pulls it out. As for, before he can get the drop on uh, on old Tom, Tom shoots him in the head. That's right. It would have been better if he just leaned on the fucking gas and just crushed, crushed him. Crushed him, yeah. But He'd no. better be able to take him in, despite him not having legs. So now it's finally morning. We got we got a uh, fucking princess. She's got bandages all over her pussy because it's been wet. <laughs> And she's getting taken away. Tom's got that. He he retrieved the, the the stuffed animal for her child. And she's like, Tom, it's covered in fucking blood. What am I supposed to give this to my kid? Ken, you could never please a princess. That's what Tom should have said here. And she's like, Tom. And this we, 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 we get left with a very inspiring message at the end of the movie. Well, she sees what Tom's trying to do. Tom is trying to wife her. And apparently the street life's not willing to leave her, so she gives this uh, beautiful. Do you think line. that's it? Do you think she just says, "Fuck it, I'm just I was born for the streets, and I'm never getting off." I don't. She's know just gonna what... leave her kid with her mother, and yeah, I don't know what to make of that because it's like, how do I? Well, move she's on got. From I that? mean, but this is the thing. No fucking, you know, she doesn't have health care. So yeah, she's gonna have to spend all the money she made on all the injuries. That's that's it. That's she, the yeah. fucked up thing about America. She got the shit kicked out of her by a psycho, and yes. she's on the hook to pay for the medical yes. shit. And she was thrust into this by the police. Yes. She was left with no choice. That She was totally blackmailed into doing this by the police, which, of course, if they went to court, it would just be uh, judgment of character, and they'd be like, you're a prostitute. They're cops. Yeah, that's why Tom did it. Yeah. yeah. So she rattles off the truth. I don't know why you do it. You're never going to change the streets, Walsh. And then he goes, and then we hear the neon slime. Because you never get rid of the neon slime. Never get rid of the neon slime. It's neon for a reason, because it's always festering and growing. Like the blob. That's what that's about, probably. The blob was neon slime. It was. We'll do that next Schlocktober. Maybe next Schlocktober. All right. There you have it, another great performance from Wingshauser. The guy should have given more opportunities. Exactly. Uh, Easily one of the best. We Next week, we got a movie that Griff unearthed. Uh, he found it on our buddy Mike, who is on our phenom- Phenomena episode, which if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Because he has he's kind enough to let us on his Plex account, where he Ooh, has yeah. many plethora, a plethora of horror movies. This one's... Not, Technically, I mean, people get killed. It's yes. not a horror movie. This is a movie I've never heard of. Griff never heard of. You're going to need to hear about it next week. Yes. I, I hear it's on YouTube, by the way. Oh, okay. Because I put it out on the Twitter, and people went ape shit for it. So you motherfuckers better listen to this, because, well, first of all, you better listen to this, because it's a fucking good movie. Yeah. Do you want to tell people what it is, Griff? Oh, boy. I mean, I don't know how to build up this movie any better. It's just, you know, you got fucking teens in high school. Adults are nowhere to be seen. So these kids just fucking go to town on each other. There's killing. There's nudity. There's violence in the schools. There's violence on the streets. There's tits on the beach. This movie has it all. I would say it's the Peanuts 
high school years. Yes. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Who would be Charlie Brown? The main guy. The main guy? Okay. Yeah. Charlie Brown never gets his way, though. This is the the high school years. Oh, he... he uh, uh, Charlie Brown finally says, enough shit. Right. Okay. He grows hair and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's called Massacre at Central High. So look for that next week and keep it warm.